0: Welcome to Beyond Blathers, the podcast where we dive deeper into the insects, fish, and fossils you can find in Animal Crossing New Horizons. I'm Sophia Osborne. And I'm Olivia DeBercier. And if you want to support the show, please check out our merch store at beyondblathers.square.site and take a look at the animal stickers and postcards we have for sale. I'm really excited to do this centipede. It was actually suggested by Valerie, also known as I am the Arachnid on Instagram, who is one of our awesome listeners. So if you ever have an insect, fish, or fossil you'd like to see us cover, don't hesitate to reach out on Instagram or Twitter, at Beyond Blathers, because we're always really happy to get suggestions. Okay, let's dive into the centipede. So if you bring a centipede to Blathers, he'll say, The centipede's name means 100 legs, but I tell you now, that's a lie. These ugly bugs can have as few as 15 pairs of legs or as many as 171. But because of how their bodies are segmented, they never have exactly 100. Who, it's true. You know what <laughs> else is true? Centipedes are carnivorous, aggressive, and venomous, and their bite is quite painful too. Horrible things, I say.
1: <laughs> yeah, they're really not pretty. I I'm with him there. Like, they're not they're just long. They're they're kind of like all the unpleasant pieces of insects put together. Like they're kinda of spiky, they they're segmented so they kind of look like a spine. Like they're, they're like very uh they've got lots of legs, they move in a weird way. Like, yeah, I'm gonna put them up there with ticks in terms of bugs that I you know, don't wanna hate on bugs, but <laughs> they they are uh they're not the prettiest of the bunch.
0: Even a bug lover can't really yeah. love them. <laughs> oh. Sorry,
1: centipedes.
0: To fold in another video game in here, I also play The Sims quite religiously and <laughs> in one of the new expansion packs, there's a thing where like you can go for a hike and then a centipede can like fall on you and bite you. And oh stuff. my god. <laughs> yeah. Does that happen to people?
1: Like, do centipedes just randomly fall on people in other places? I don't know, but that's why I like living in Canada. (laughs) (laughs) I know. I'm like, I've never had that experience of that kind of bug falling on me. One time I was sitting under a a tree at a picnic table and I started to have a lot of bugs falling on me, but it was because there was like a woodpecker above me and it was like (laughs) dropping a bunch of bugs. (laughs) And that's the closest experience I've had to that. And it was kind of pleasant because I was like, oh, it's a little woodpecker. And then like the bugs weren't that gross. They were just like little beetles and stuff.
0: That's so interesting. (laughs) It was was, like bombing you with bugs. Yeah, it really was. Well, I do have like one question that I feel like we should maybe get out of the way before we dive into the centipede. Mm -hmm. What is the difference between a centipede and a millipede? Like, do millipedes actually have like a thousand legs or or i don't know how many they're supposed to have but yeah
1: <laughs> like according to their name a million legs yeah no, yeah it's a good question like part of me was like oh my gosh i have to remember for this episode call them centipedes not millipedes cuz i make that mistake all the time so a millipede is that bug that has a round almost tubular shape with many body segments Think of like a slinky that's come to life. They have these short pairs of legs. They've got two pairs per body segment. Uh, and so they have a lot more legs than a centipede would. A centipede, on the other hand, is gonna have one pair of legs per segment. So I'm having to think about this. They've got one pair of legs per segment, and they don't have nearly as many body segments as a millipede would. So You know, if you're having trouble remembering this, think of their names. So millipede comes from the Latin milli, meaning thousand. And ped, I think, comes from the word feet. So millipede is million. No. (laughs) God. (laughs) This is so hard to explain. We're not good at math. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) Or Latin. Or Latin. Neither of these are, are topics we're good at. So, okay. So millipede means thousand feet. And centipede means 100 feet. So centipedes have less feet. I also think of like centipedes as being very like squished compared to millipedes. Like it just sort of looks like, yeah, someone like stepped on them and like removed a bunch of legs. So they also look a lot like tougher and sharper than millipedes. Like they're like the punk rock version of millipedes. <laughs> I love that. So yeah, not as attractive. Like millipedes can, I don't know. I think millipedes are really cute, uh, quite frankly. Um, and if you ever hold one, they kind of feel like, like their feet feel like toothbrushes on your, on your hand, like if your toothbrush came to life. Oh my God. <laughs> it's, it's a very weird feeling, but they're, they're pretty adorable. They do urinate iodine onto people though, but it's fine. It just makes your hand a little yellow.
0: That is so weird. <laughs> so going back to centipedes... I'm really confused about what Blathers said. Like he said that they can only have fewer than or more than a hundred feet. But if there's, if they have one pair of legs per body segment, so two pairs or two legs per segment, then shouldn't they be able to have an even number of legs?
1: Yeah, you would think, but it's more related to the segments themselves as opposed to the legs. So as they're growing, they're going to be molting and after every molt they're going to have more segments and so it just happens that the way that they molt it will never add up to 100 it'll be like slightly below 100 or slightly above 100 if that makes sense it's it's really hard to explain without like a graph showing you how many legs they have after each molt but it's like they'll have odd numbers of segments i believe is
0: how it works right so it it can be an even number. it just mm-hmm. will never be a hundred,
1: yes exactly okay so yeah it's a it's a really weird thing, but that's just how they are, I guess.
0: another question that I have is correct me if I'm wrong, but like don't insects have six legs, and spiders have eight legs, or like arachnids have eight legs, so what are centipedes and millipedes like
1: yeah <laughs> like are they are they an insect are they? An arachnid, yeah, it's a good question because they're neither. There's many groups of what we consider bugs that aren't arachnids, and they're not insects, and they're not crustaceans. So in this case, both centipedes and millipedes belong to the group Myriapoda. So this group is its own separate thing from all of those other groups, uh, although it is related to them. But it's quite interesting, actually, because the first organism we know of that was terrestrial was actually a myriapoda so there is a fossilized millipede ancestor that was dated to 428 million years ago and that's during the late silurian so these animals have been around for an extremely long time and it seems like they've actually looked the way they look now for quite a long time as well like this fossil is pretty distinctly like a millipede type animal so i think that's really cool to to think about that like I I don't normally think of centipedes as like an ancient creature, but they are very primitive in the way they're shaped, I guess, and and from when their ancestors came to be. So within the myriapods, you've got a handful of groups. You've got the millipedes, the centipedes, and then two other groups that are sort of like leggy looking. They look a lot like millipedes and centipedes, but they tend to live more in the soil, so you don't see them a lot. And in this group, only the centipedes are predatory. So millipedes are herbivorous. You know, they're all about the plants. But yeah, centipedes are active predators. And overall, there's about 3,200 centipede species that have been identified, but there's an estimated 8,000 that are likely to exist that we just don't
0: know about. Wow, that's amazing. And what is their range like? Like, can you find them all over? Or I don't, I, I feel like I've never seen a centipede in the wild.
1: (laughs) I mean, you've probably seen them in your basement or like under rocks or things like that. They're they're really quite common if you're looking for bugs. I don't know if maybe (laughs) ideally you haven't had one in your room or your basement, but I know I've had a lot and they can be found all around the world except for Antarctica as is always the case, it seems, but they can even be found up into the Arctic Circle. So they can be in pretty cold climates. But most are found in tropical regions. That's where they've got the highest diversity. And in all of those areas, they tend to prefer humid environments like leaf litter or under rocks where water gets trapped. And this is because centipedes, unlike other arthropods like insects, they don't have a waxy layer on their exoskeleton. So when other bugs, they often have this waxy cuticle and that sort of acts like, I always think of it like, Vaseline that you might put on like your lips if you're feeling really dry and it traps moisture in so that waxy cuticle is really helpful for a lot of arthropods but because centipedes don't have this they have to live in places where they have water available to them around them and they aren't losing lots of water because of a dry environment. Of course that being said they are definitely found in places like deserts and really warm environments. They just have to have different adaptations to help them survive in those settings.
0: Wow. And so you said they're carnivorous, and fathers said that they're venomous. And I guess I'm wondering, like, yeah, can, do they hurt humans? So centipedes are venomous. Their front pair of
1: legs have been modified into specialized grabbing pincers around their mouth, and they have venom glands at the end. So this whole structure is called a forcipule. And they use these force to envenomate the prey that they catch. Now, while a bite from a big centipede will hurt a lot, they aren't typically deadly. Uh, And that being said, you know, you can get like allergic reactions from them if you're a person who is allergic to them, like similar to how people can have really bad reactions from like bee stings or wasp stings. So they aren't harmless in that sense. Like they can really hurt those people. They can hurt small children. But that being said, there's a big size range in centipedes. Some are like millimeters long and some are the length of my forearm. So ones that are really small, they're probably not going to be able to even open their forcepule enough to bite you. And if they did, it probably wouldn't hurt much. Like it wouldn't puncture the skin. They're not that strong. So it really depends on the size of the centipede and where you are. For the most part, like if you find one in your basement, it's probably like not gonna be the worst thing ever. There are like house centipedes, which, you know, I don't have where I grew up, but people in North America definitely have them in their houses and those could potentially bite, but it would have to be a pretty big one to be able to break skin. Most of the time though, centipedes are just going to run away from you before they choose to bite you. As with many bugs, they'll usually only bite when they're threatened. Like if you've stepped on them or grabbed one or it was in your shoe, like, and often they may be like a dark or bright red color to warn people that they're venomous. So hopefully if you have like particularly nasty ones, you'll see it. (laughs) Uh, The other problem is they are typically nocturnal. So they might be out when it's kind of hard to see them in the first place.
0: Wow, that's so interesting. I didn't realize that they could get that long, like the length of a forearm. That's just, in my opinion, that's too big for bugs. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've seen ones in
1: like zoos and museums that are pretty large, and they're pretty intimidating looking like I don't, I don't want to hold them. I mean, not that they ever offer because yeah, they'll bite. But, <laughs> um, <laughs> they're, they're pretty uh, creepy looking.
0: And I guess I'm wondering what they eat, because I imagine if they're that big, they could probably eat some, some pretty big things. Yeah, it was crazy. I was
1: reading about the stuff that they eat, and they're opportunistic hunters and scavengers. So, you know, it seems like a lot of what they eat are really small things like soil organisms. But when you get up to the really big, big centipedes they can eat everything from like other bugs to amphibians like frogs they can eat snails reptiles even like lizards or geckos they can eat birds and even small mammals like there's a type of centipede that I was reading about and it can crawl up a wall or up to a cave ceiling hang down and catch bats mid-flight which is Unbelievable! Like, I cannot imagine an insect, one, having the dexterity to do that and also like being strong enough to hold down like a flapping animal because they eat these things live a lot of the time. So I don't know. That was just really impressive to me.
0: Oh, my gosh. Yeah, that's that's incredibly punk rock. Like you said, <laughs> I guess I'm wondering like how they managed to do that even like how do they know where the bats are you know, I I
1: looked into this and I couldn't find specifically why that one was so good at catching bats. But the centipedes seem to be able to both smell and sense what's going on in their environment with their antenna. So that sort of seems to be the main way they know what's going on. They also have a small spot at the base of their antenna, which helps them sense vibrations and be able to sort of hear what's going on around them in a way. And typically centipedes have pretty poor vision. Many that hunt the smaller prey under like litter cover may only be able to sense light and dark. So centipedes tend to be nocturnal and sight isn't super necessary. So they're definitely depending more on those antenna.
0: That's really interesting. I mean, I guess with like these broader groups that have so many different species that range so much in size and what they eat and everything, it's kind of hard to make generalizations. Mm-hmm. But could you talk a bit about what kind of predators they have?
1: Yeah, like it seems like a lot of stuff eats them. So despite being venomous... There's like lots of critters that eat them, like birds and reptiles, even other bugs. Like I read that there was a type of ant that will eat them. And some species, though, have a defense mechanism beyond the venom, which is that they're able to secrete like a smelly toxin made of acids all over themselves or over their predator. And uh, that freaks the predators out. And uh, sometimes they leave. So (laughs) they do have like extra weird features to scare animals away as though... They're not already freaky enough.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And I guess I keep coming back to, like, the fact that people can find these guys in their houses.
1: Yeah. So I mentioned the host centipede before. And I got to say, like, they are really scary looking. They are different from the other centipede groups because they have much thinner legs that are quite a bit longer and almost like spidery. Like, they have that sort of bend in them that holds them more upright. And apparently they're incredibly fast, like they're one of the fastest bugs in the world. And so they're like elongated spiders that are super fast and are found often in people's homes, which is not an ideal (laughs) combination Um, and but the the good thing about them is they do hunt all kinds of bugs that might be living in people's houses like silverfish or spiders or other pests so you know in some cases maybe they're better than the other bugs you'd have but another thing that's kind of unpleasant maybe about them is that they can drop their leg as a defensive strategy so if you tried to pick them up a leg might drop off and start to twitch all over the ground after it's been dropped (laughs) kind of like how geckos will do that they'll like drop their tail and their tail will continue to twitch and move to distract a predator. So I can mm-hmm. only imagine like someone trying to like catch a house centipede and it, like <laughs> suddenly like pieces of it start flying off and twitching. As bothers would say that's <laughs> that's horrible, <laughs> horrible. yeah. Yeah, they may not be my favorite bug, but you know, they might be eating those other bugs so maybe there's a benefit
0: to leaving them be if if you can tolerate them yeah i mean it's i think it's it's cool to kind of come back to these bugs that are maybe not the most glamorous or cute and and still talk about them and why they are still important and interesting
1: yeah and i mean they're around us too so it's kind of nice to know a little bit about them and today too we learned that they're not only venomous but that they're different from a millipede. (laughs) Um, Their ancestors may have been some of the first creatures to set their feet, their many feet, on land. They can eat all kinds of food, including bats, and they can't see super well. So really, can we blame them for accidentally wandering into your home? (laughs) Very good point.
0: Yeah. No, they they have some interesting history and some interesting adaptations.
1: So next time you see them, try not to be too repulsed Maybe take a closer look if you're living in a place that has very itty-bitty ones. Maybe turn over a rock in your garden. Yeah. Or I don't know what else you could do to find them. Sift through some leaf litter carefully. (laughs) Never know what you'll find hopefully no snakes. I don't know where people live. I get really freaked out now that we have like an audience around the world and I'm like, maybe I'm giving terrible advice for looking for bugs. Yeah. Keep in mind, I'm living in a place with very few harmful organisms that are little. So
0: if you live in like Florida or Australia, just like do not heed any advice. Don't follow
1: Eddie. Yeah. I don't know what's, I don't know safety there.
0: (laughs) Well, thank you so much, Olivia. And thanks everyone for listening. If you're a new listener, please leave us a rating and review. We'd really, really appreciate it. And don't forget to subscribe. If you want to stay up to date
1: and also take fun quizzes, make sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Beyond
0: Blathers. Tune in next week to learn more about the insects, fish, and fossils you can find in Animal Crossing New Horizons. Bye! Bye!